Hey everybody, and welcome to the New Vision Podcast. We hope you guys are having a great 4th of July weekend, if you're listening to this the day that it drops. But today and tomorrow, we have some special guests for us we thought you guys might like to hear from. So today we have Bob Goff, a Christian speaker and author. He, he's written a New York Times bestseller book called Love Does. Maybe you've heard of it, but we thought you might like to hear from him. So here is Bob Goff. Hey everybody, it's Bob Goff here. Welcome to the New Vision website. Uh, there's also a podcast you can tap into. And the, the whole idea is to create a place where you can feel more power, feel more protection, feel more strength. Uh, and it really it comes from the scriptures. Matthew twenty two twenty nine says this, the mistake that you make is that you don't know the scriptures, so you haven't experienced the power of God. Uh, I write books for a living. I write a bunch of them. <laughs> I'm always working on one or the other. My hope in the books is to not write it for the guy that or gal that's in their second year of seminary, but for the guy that's at the tire store. He is what I would call church adjacent. He's not against the church. He's not mad at the church. He just doesn't go to the church because he doesn't get the people that go there. <laughs> He's not mad at them. He just doesn't understand. And so sometimes what we need to do for him to understand, for her to understand, is for us to understand the power of God. And you get that by being introduced to the scriptures. Ephesians 6 talks about the full armor of God. And you probably remember how that works. There's a belt. There's like shodding for your feet. There's the breastplate. There's the, there's the helmet. Uh, what I want you to do is think with me for a second about what are you doing to uh, protect yourself from all of the crazy that's around us. Because there's a ton of you, wouldn't you agree? Uh, this is a time where there's just a lot of social upheaval. There's a lot of crazy that's happening and unfolding uh, in our newspapers. It's happening on the news at night. And what I want us to do is instead of being distracted by that, I want to encounter it with a fresh view. And it's a view that's like learned through scriptures, through reading what God has to say when he says to put on this breastplate of righteousness, when he says to hold the sword, like uh, the, the, this uh, scripture that we have, this faith that we have is a powerful faith. It isn't just this kind of meek and we hang in the back and we just say our little prayers, but instead that uh, God has invited us to this amazing adventure. It, this is not a business trip he's invited us to. It's an adventure. And so I want us to live this adventurous life and finding a site like this could be a place where you could take a deeper dive. I don't mean just put your toe in the water. I mean, grab your knees and do a cannonball kind of dive into all the different resources that are offered. Find what New Vision has and say, I want this year, it's not going to be a New Year's resolution. It's going to be a resolution I make right now. Uh, leading into this important time of life with so much going on around us, what I want to do is resolve once again to go deeper in my faith and get closer with Jesus. Uh, Hebrews 12.1 talks about running this race and to run it with perseverance, uh, keeping our eyes fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of your faith. What would it look like to keep your eyes fixed on Jesus. It would mean like me, like my eyes are fixed on you right now. What I want us to do is to say, I'm not going to get distracted by all the things going on around me. What I'm going to do is try to understand what God is doing within me. Uh, if we can do that, uh, we're going to live more powerful, more productive, 
more focused lives. It's the idea of having a light beam dispersed through a prism or focused through a magnifying glass. Uh, what I wanna do is take this power that Jesus said was available in Matthew 22 and start seeing it in our lives. And the way that we see it in our lives is start seeing it in other people's lives. Here's the thing, God doesn't care what your faith looks like. He cares what it is. There's a uh, famous Potemkin village, perhaps you've heard of it. A Potemkin village was named after this architect known as Potemkin. And at the time, Queen Catherine was trying to get people to move into this area that's all over the news now called Crimea. Uh, and she wanted people to move in there, but there really wasn't much happening in the area. So she hired Potemkin. She said, Potemkin, I want you to make some stuff happen. Well, Potemkin got busy. He got some ducks. He got some geese. He got uh, some carts with some wood in it. He even propped up little... Uh, of facades of buildings. And when Queen Catherine came down the river on the barge, she came to this first village and she's like, my goodness, Potemkin, you've been a busy guy. You've made all this stuff. And as soon as the barge went around the bend, he would tear it down, take the ducks and the geese and the sticks and the wood and the buildings and set it up at the next bend in the river. And she would come around that bend and say, my goodness, Potemkin, look what you've done. This is amazing. And this went on and on and on. It was famously known as a a Potemkin village because it was all facade and there really wasn't anything there. What I don't want our faith to be is a facade. I don't want it to look like a lot of things is, are happening in the church. What I want it to uh, be happening is a lot of things inside of us. Uh, again, had Ananias and Sapphira gotten real with God and just said, man, I would like to be as generous as I'm talking about. I'm just not quite there yet. Uh, I think that story would have ended differently. Chilling words from the disciples, you haven't lied to men, you've lied to God. And so what uh, what we can do as a community of people is just get a little bit more authentic. Uh, Mark 9, a dad like me, uh, who says, man, I, I believe, and he says to Jesus, help my unbelief. And, and isn't that crazy? It feels like it's pulling in two different directions at the same time. How can you both believe and not believe at the same time? And I'd say the answer is easy. Uh, just go be me. Go be you. There's some stuff you're absolutely positive about. And there's a couple other things that you're wondering about. Go fill yourself up. Find places like this site. Find other people within the church and say, you know, these are the parts that I'm not understanding. I don't care what my faith looks like. Let's talk about what it is. And if we can find safe places, if we can be safe places for people to do that, if we can be knowledgeable and informed by the scriptures, so we don't just say, well, this is what I think you ought to do. Take two of these and <laughs> come back in the morning. But we can actually point people towards the scriptures. Then we'll actually be doing the kinds of things that they were doing in the Acts church. It said they broke bread together. They were pounding the carbs, uh, but they also had things in common. What if we made scripture one of the things? What if we made a site like this as an off-ramp, the podcast that will be offered, the other things as an off-ramp uh, for you to launch into other people's lives and an on-ramp for them to launch into yours. What you need to know is why you're doing what you're doing. I'm back to Ephesians 6 uh, and the armor of God. You know, the last thing uh, is the helmet. 
I, I wear this Red Sox hat, and it's not because I'm a Red Sox fan. I've never been to a baseball game. Got to take some pride in this. But my neighbor was a huge Red Sox fan. She couldn't get enough of it. And she got cancer, and we knew she was going to be with him in heaven with Jesus by the end of the week. So she and I made a deal 10 years ago. I told her, I will wear your Red Sox hat for the rest of my life and represent the Red Sox here on earth. But in exchange, every time Jesus walks by you, you need to mention my name. <laughs> There's a verse that said, I knew you not. I'm like, Carol, so know why you're doing what you're doing. And when I go through the airport in New York, they hiss at me because they're evidently rooting for the, the Yankees or something. <laughs> but if they knew I was wearing my dead neighbor's hat, they'd feel so bad. Well, I don't know, New York, who knows? Uh, you get the idea. Here's the deal. There's more to the story. Uh, that is what I would say to anybody who either uh, professes faith in Jesus Christ uh, or is wondering from they're looking on the outside in. I would say there's more to the story than you think. Just like there's more to the story than this hat. Uh, it, it isn't quite a helmet, but I think of this. I want to suit up Ephesians 6 style. I want to get my belt on. I want to get the breastplate on. I want to know why I'm doing what I'm doing. And my hope for you is that you'll get more and more clarity about that. If you know why you're doing what you're doing, if you take these bold steps, I, I can't think of one time Jesus asked his disciples to just agree with him. He said, no, let's go do this thing. Galatians 5, 6, the only thing that counts is your faith expressed in love. And what better place to do it than across the street? It was always a lawyer like me who was trying to set up Jesus. Remember, he said, what's the big commandment? And uh, Jesus said, love God with your heart and soul and mind and love your neighbor like yourself. Know why you're doing what you, you don't have to go across the ocean, go across the street. But when you do, know why you're doing what you're doing. When you take a big dive into the scriptures, know why you're doing what you're doing. Because you want to tap into some of this power of God that Matthew 22, 29 says is available to you. And if we can have that kind of clarity, uh, this year is going to look different for us. But more important than that, it's going to look different in your neighborhood. It's going to look different in your city. It's going to look different in your state. You see where I'm going there. It's going to look different in our country. And the way we get there is to know why we're doing what we're doing and then to suit up and get ready for this thing. Uh, what I want us to do is start by realizing there's more to the story. And so what I want you to do in these pages, uh, in the site, in the podcast, the other resources that are available, find out what more is available. All right, you guys. So long. Have a great trip.